ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೌ ಭುನಕ್ತು ಸಹ ವೀರ್ಯಂ ಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾವಿದ್ವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ನಮ ಶ್ರೀಶಂಕರಾನಂದಗುರುಪಾದಾಂಬುಜನ್ಮನೆ ಸವಿಲಾಸ ಮಹಾಮೋಹಗ್ರಾಹಗ್ರಾಸೈಕಕರ್ಮಣೆ ನೋ ದಿ ಇಮ್ಯಾಜಿನರಿ ಒಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಷನ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಲುಕಿಂಗ್ ಆಟ್ ಇನ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಫಿಫ್ಟಿ ಒನ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಫಿಫ್ಟಿ ಒನ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಎ ಕೈಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಕ್ಟ್ಲಿ ದಿ ಯು ನೋ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಕ್ಟ್ಲಿ ಅನ್ ಒಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಷನ್ ಬಟ್ ಅನ್ ಇಮ್ಯಾಜಿನರಿ ಒಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಷನ್ ಇಮ್ಯಾಜಿನ್ ಬೈ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ವಿದ್ಯಾರಣ್ಯ ಇನ್ ದ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ ಸಿಚುವೇಶನ್ ವೇರ್ ದ ಸ್ಟೂಡೆಂಟ್ ಸೇಸ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ದಿ ಒಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಷನ್ ದ ಸೊ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ಒಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಷನ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಯು ನೋ ನಾಟ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಫಿಫ್ಟಿ ಒನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಒನ್ ಫಿಫ್ಟಿ ಟೂ ಸೊ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ದ ಕಾಂಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ the context of this is the promise from the shastra that if you gain this knowledge then there is no punar janma so punar janma is not there for the person who has knowledge of the self atmagyanam chet asti chet so when the atmagyanam is there then the uh, you know punar janma is not there so that is postulate number 1 <laughs> now the second premise of this knowledge is that the you know so this is what is called videha mukti videha mukti means you know when that body drops which body the body that has gained vedanta knowledge then the second life or another life is not there okay this is premise number 1 this and then premise number 2 is that even while living there is what is called freedom from sorrow longing and what is that you know strife and fear and so the second you know premise is called jeevan mukti so we have two form there not that there are two muktis mukti is only one freedom liberation is only one and that liberation actually is centered on the self so even a person who doesn't have vedanta in their life is is already naturally free because that is the swabhava the nature the swarupa of the self so but they don't know it so but now that they know it then you know the promise is that there is what is called no more punaravritti you know no more punaravritti gaining the knowledge of oneself as bhagavan and this is also iterated in uh, reiterated in the upanishads and the uh, bhagavad gita abrahma bhuvanal lokat punaravarti norjuna mamupetya tu kaunteya punarjanmana vidyate 8th chapter even if you gain so much punya to go up to brahma loka the the you know chances of coming back into martya loka into the world of the finite um, is very much there however mam upetya gaining me meaning what there is only one way to gain bhagavan <laughs> because bhagavan is not like uh, you know 
you know real estate you go and put a deposit and then you buy a house or you build a house or something like that it's not like buying something from the market bhagavan is not an object bhagavan is the very nature of the subject that is you so there's only one way to gain bhagavan that is as yourself so gaining me as yourself punar janmana vidyate so this is an important premise which is why a lot of people are attracted to vedanta and uh, there is truth to it because this is all based on shraddha because nobody has gone there and seen who comes back and who doesn't okay so this is premise number 1 premise number 2 so this is the, you know this is the first uh, whatever promise or the manifestation uh, the, the first promise of how you know mukti what you know what comprises liberation or moksha so here moksha is divided as though into two one part of this moksha or one component of the mo- this moksha manifests in the form of there being no more many happy returns or sad returns no more returning okay then the that is for later and then meaning after the body drops but for now there is another manifestation of this moksha um, expressed in the form of the uh, of one's life in the everyday characterized by which has the lakshana of what no fear no sorrow contentment uh, you know from longing etc so this is you know this is the moksha here and now and then moksha you know uh, as expressed in what happens after the body drops because there is a lot of you know jignasa curiosity around that okay so these are the two ways in which that one and only thing called moksha expresses itself first is called jivan mukti here and now and videha mukti deha patanat urdhvam after the dropping of this body what does this moksha look like for those who are interested it is said that the person who has gained this knowledge will not come back so now the thing is here the imaginary objection from the student being told by the teacher that the you know the jiva srishti has to be actively battled with and reduced and in fact eliminated for there to be uh, you know for jivan mukti to be enjoyed this is what the student is told for that jivan mukti and jiva srishti do not go along well together they are like oil and water they simply do not mix and therefore what therefore all this sadhana chatushtaya sampatti etc all those things that you worked on yourself in order to qualify for the gain of the knowledge which was here called in the text shastriya variety of jiva srishti must be held on to even after the gain of the knowledge it's not that the ignorance will come back it's not that you have to protect yourself you know but you have to protect what you know you have to protect yourself from not identifying with the jiva srishti yeah that's the whole idea so therefore so the shastriya variety of jiva srishti even though it was said you know that uh, you know the shastra itself is given up like the husk of the grain etc we talked about it but still you know even in the jiva uh, shastriya dvaita the uh, the dvaita 
Jeevadvaita or Manasadvaita, sanctioned by the Shastra, if you recall, had two components. One was Brahmatmaikya Vijara, with the help of Shastra, Guru, etc. And then the second component was, you know, what sadhana chatushtaya sampatti gaining the qualifications in order to gain the knowledge so that those qualifications are you know they persist even though the shastra may be given up you are no longer an active student studying but here the uh, you know jiva srishti attack you know uh, is is what is reduced by sticking on to the qualifications, that is what is the whole purport of this particular section, a very unique section that we are entering, uh, very, uh, you know, with very soft, uh, softly we are entering, not, you know, uh, uh, not, uh, you know, not harshly, very softly we will we'll enter and this verse, Prakritam verse, this verse uh, 52 is a soft segue into this section and this is a very important section, uh, you know, which comes under the, uh, you know, rubric of what Bhagavad Gita calls Vidhyajara. Vidhyajara means, you know, pretending to be a Jnani. Uh, because somebody else thinks you are a Jnani, so you have this pressure to pretend to be an Avadhuta. Who is Avadhuta? Jnani of Jnani of Jnani of Jnani of Jnanis. <laughs> Oh, even in Jnanis there are gradations, <laughs> in Jnanam there is no gradation, but how, you know, the person manifests the Jnanam and how deeply it is assimilated, yes, the scholars of Vedanta have made six gradations or manifestations of, of you know, Jnanam in the individual body-mind complex. And so, here, you know, one, one need not the, the, the caveat, the caution, uh, the, the, the caution that Swami Vidyaranya gives is to not come under the spell of this feeling that I have studied Vedanta because that is the most dangerous thing, almost as dangerous as the Kama Krodha that you were trying to eliminate to begin with. So we have a soft, uh, you know, uh, you know, soft entry into this section with the querulous complaining student, an imaginary complaint. What is this, you know, imaginary complaint? Jeevan muktir yamma bhut janma bhavetvaham kriti tarhi janma pitestveva svarga matrat kriti bhavan Very nice. So, the student says, you know what, out of those two components of this moksha that you talked about, the as though two components, and what are those components? One component is that, you know, this is videha mukti. Videha mukti means for me there will not be any rebirth. And then the other component is jivan mukti, the enjoyment of this knowledge in the unfolding of the everyday, which requires the vigilance and the hard work of keeping this, you know, keeping all the, uh, you know, Shama, Dhamma, etc. You know, living that Shama, Dhamma life every day until it becomes part and parcel of yourself so that the knowledge is assimilated. And so here, 
the student parses the two kinds of mukti there are no two kinds but you know just for the sake of this mind we have we are trying to enter into the mind of the student and look at the nature of this imaginary objection so he parses he or she parses between the two kinds of mukti and he says i'll take the the after life manifestation of moksha wherein there is the promise of no rebirth in other words i will choose videha mukti and then what i don't want jivan mukti you know it's like saying you know there is a cake on the table correct with nice icing frosting on it i will take the icing without the cake <laughs> how is that possible they go together no no but there is cake and icing there are two two components and yes now they have as though become one because you have smeared the glaze on the still warm cake and the cake has uh, and the glaze has stuck to the cake and so the glaze is what videha mukti and the cake is what jeevan mukti so the cake i don't want too many calories and you know i have to then exercise and work it off i just take the glaze you know <laughs> then uh, you know where is the glaze in this the, the teacher has a glazed look that's all because wondering where the student is coming from because you know you can't because i told you these are just the manifestations of moksha in this life and then after the body drops off there there are uh, there aren't two mokshas if there are two mokshas there should be two limitless things but there which there are not and so therefore this this uh, it's a kind of a ridiculous objection that's why it's not made into a full fledged objection it's an imaginary objection what if some brihaspati sarcastically used <laughs> brihaspati is the you know is jupiter the lord of knowledge so what if some you know brihaspati had the bright idea because you know sitting there not much to do bhiksha is coming brahmachari let's say and you don't have to cook you don't have to clean you don't have to do anything and here is where the mind travels <laughs> the mind goes into all these terrains you know useless thoughts and one such useless thought is what if i choose videha mukti i mean i'm already guaranteed that because the 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 shastra the veda promises that there is no punar janma for the one who gains this knowledge so let me take that let me take the glaze because that looks so sweet and very nice and you know there is a color in the icing and there are some nice flowers made and all these things cake i don't like i don't want the cake you know so that is you know that is what jeevan mukti because jeevan mukti is a you know is only is the expression of moksha in the person who has truly assimilated the knowledge to such an extent that there is no difference between them and the knowledge so in other words a jeevan mukta lives you know in accordance with ishvara srishti and even if you see the jeeva aspects of those you know of that gnani who is established in the knowledge it becomes a vibhuti vibhuti means it's a non binding desire sometimes sported for the sake of the people so if the gnani laughs if the, you know it is to enjoy uh, enjoy one's nature and also to help the other people enjoy you know the, both the gnani's nature and their own nature 
So even if the jnani cries, there is a reason behind it and it's going to benefit something or somewhere, somebody. That is what the whole idea is because the jnani is neither attached or involved with the, the production of laughter or the production of tears or even the production of anger. You know, so because there is a complete disowning of the whole body, mind, sense complex mechanism and there is a disowning also of all the emotions that arise from the unconscious. You know, there is a conscious disowning, disidentification of that and so that is what is Jeevan Mukti. Completely where one's body, mind, sense complex is also a, you know, what is that? Is also a manifestation of Ishvara Srishti. So that Jeevatvam is completely eliminated in this, in this, you know, person who is a Jeevan Mukta. Then the question, naturally the question comes, how did they get there? Because if the mere pursuit of the knowledge assured me that I will become a Jeevan Mukta, then, you know, then I should also be just like the Jnani. I have also gained this knowledge, somebody can say. But what is the difference? The difference is that the Jnani, you know, has assimilated the knowledge completely. They live the Shastra, they walk the Shastra, they talk the Shastra. In fact, they, their whole life is an expression of the Pramana, a continuing, uninterrupted expression of the Pramana. There is nothing other than that. So, there is no, you know, Jiva there. Even though you may be relating to the Jnani as the Jiva, and the Jnani obliges, says please, says thank you, says oh, you brought me some sweets, I love this, thank you, but that is being said for you, not for them. And they are obliging, you know, you. And so therefore, you know, so the Jnani is obliging you. So therefore, this is, you know, and how did they get there? They got there by, you know, a completely owning the knowledge. And owning the knowledge means owning up Ishvara Srishti as their own Srishti. They are one with Ishvara. Everything is Ishvara. Everything is an extension of oneself. And then what? And then when you see, you know, um, the life of saints like Pujya Swamiji, you see that. Everything was his own. Everything belonged to him. Every, he was an extension of everybody and everything was an extension of him. There was a total life of non-separation. Non-separation. And there was zero manipulation in dealing with the world or in dealing with the people in the world or even in the teaching. Because usually what happens is the, the person you know, who a regular person in the world is milking the situation to uh, gain more uh, something or the other, to gain more fame, to gain something, security, etc. So one is constantly manipulating the situation and some people who are Vedanta teachers also manipulate the situations by manipulating the students. You have to do this, you have to only study with me. Some people, some so-called gurus say that and they are teaching some so-called Vedanta and you know you have to only study with me you shouldn't go to somebody else Are if you are secure are, you know if you as the teacher are secure you, you won't tell the people you have to study with me don't go to anybody else you know and uh, even if the you know 
teacher tells that then the teacher may be telling that from the place of you know caring for the student that's different but really speaking you don't try to you know control the student at that level you let the person be free you don't try to you know and let the person choose to come to you because they they find something worth listening to you leave the person free and you know you may say okay you know this requires committed exposure constant exposure all these things you can tell but you don't try to benefit yourself by securing a following on twitter and <laughs> whatever it is so this is you know this is the jeevan mukta and we could see this in puja swami ji there was zero manipulation of people circumstances events objects nothing he touched it and he transformed the people in the process all spontaneously he would touch and let go touch and let go touch and let go and still remember you know there was some some uh, a person from uh, I, i forget where from california or something who brought swami ji some kind of a it was a toy some uh, some kind of a new electronic small toy that was like a gadget and you know it, it it would light up and it would do certain things it would uh, roll over and what not and swami ji had a lot of fun playing with it and we all had a lot of fun watching him play with it and the second day he asked for the toy he came down in the morning had his tea where is that thing what is that thing and it it had been kept in a safe place so that uh, you know nobody destroys the battery and destroys the toy then you know it was brought to him when he asked for it and then he played with it and kept it aside and then went to class third day also same thing happened where is that thing and then they brought it out fourth day they they anticipated the people around him anticipated that he will ask for it it was already placed next to his tea right where he sits just before going to the class and a very interesting thing happened you know and you know he just uh, looked at the people looked at all of us and beamed smiled and then he looked on the side table where this uh, some toy that it lit up in various colors and that toy was kept and then uh, his coffee was kept and then he ga- he gave us a little bit of a suspense so he looked at the toy looked at his coffee looked at the toy looked at his coffee looked at us smiled and then went and picked up his coffee <laughs> you know and then you know and then people were perhaps little you know uh little di- disappointed or wondering you know why he didn't pick up the toy he didn't say anything he just pe- picked up his coffee talked to a couple of people gave some instructions when they had some questions and just before he got up he said you know yeah that was nice <laughs> meaning that toy was fun yeah that was nice or that was fun i forget exactly what he said that was fun and then that was it you know and then what was unsaid is it's time for you to move on <laughs> so it was very clear he was asking for that uh, toy not because he wanted to play with it in the morning it was to you know lighten up all all of our moods and you know to uh, so that we could delight in him delighting in the toy it was so beautiful so that is the whole idea that is the whole idea is that you touch you let go you touch you let go and that is you know jeevan mukti where you are enjoying a life of freedom 
uninterrupted by kama krodha etc for which you know uh, you know for which the, how do you get to this point there are only two ways of getting to this point either you become you know a uttama adhikari before gaining the knowledge you, you take on all the sadhana chatushtaya you gain completely before you know bodhat prak we, we saw that earlier bodhat prak you gain it you gain sadhana chatushtaya all the qualifications you know uh, you gain before the pursuit of the knowledge uh, and if that is not possible because it is Kali Yuga and because one is not an Uttama Adhikari because Uttama Adhikaris are only in the uh, pages of the Upanishads like Nachiketa you know who was offered all these things and then sensory pleasures I'll give you a chariot I'll give you celestial musicians I'll make you a king I'll make you famous I'll make you rich I'll give you the best of I'll send you chefs from Yamaloka and uh, give you the best of celestial cuisine and what does Nachiketa say <laughs> Indriyanam Jarayanti Tejaha of what use will they be in a few years when I can't see properly when I can't smell properly when I can't taste properly when I can't hear properly and he says take your celestial musicians your celestial cooks your celestial dancers I have no use for them give me that which is lasting so he's obviously a you know 8 year old child and uttama adhikari you know and even Shweta Ketu, he had to only listen to the Shastra nine times. Uddalaka gave nine classes, nine day retreat, nine day Vedanta camp. And he said, oh, aho, you know, Krita Krityosmi, I am enlightened, he said. So these are all Uttama Adhikaris. So then, you know, what is what is the rest of the people? What are the rest of the people? The rest of the people are what is called Madhyama Adhikaris. Jignasa is there, the Medha is there, grasping power is there, but yet there are Pratibandhas. Pratibandhas means obstacles to, to not even gaining the knowledge, to assimilating the teachings. And so the second choice of becoming a Jeevan Mukta, the second way is Bodhad Urdhvam. We saw this. First is better to eliminate Jeevadvaitam by gaining all the qualifications before the pursuit of knowledge. Or the other choice is what? <laughs> While pursuing the knowledge and after the pursuit of knowledge also you, you, you keep on eliminating Jeevadvaita by assimilating how? What? You know? The, uh, the ways of uh, eliminating Kama, Krodha, this Ashastriya variety of Jeevadvaitam. How do I eliminate the Ashastriya variety of Jeevadvaitam? By catching on to the Shastriya variety of Jeevadvaitam as long as is needed. As long as is needed. And then, you know, and if, if, even if it is after the gain of the knowledge, therefore the vigilance comes because if that vigilance is not there, you know, one is going down this kind of a funny thinking that we see in this uh, in this particular verse, Jeevan, uh, you know, Muktihi Mabhut. Okay, I don't choose the cake, you know, I just choose the icing. Let there be for me what is called 
Videha Mukti. And then, uh, you know, Swami Vidyaranya has a very nice uh, response to that. <laughs> and what is that nice response? You know, the, for the one who says, I will go for the, I will go for Videha Mukti. No need for Jeevan Mukti. Tarhi, Swami Vidyaranya says, if that's the case, Janma Api Te Syat Te Astu, Astu Eva. So if you are choosing the icing, but not the cake, then guess what, my dear friend? You will still have Punar Janma. Why? Because Jeevan Mukti and Videha Mukti, hello, are not two different things. They are just the manifestation of that one moksha in, while living and after dropping the body. So if you don't have freedom while living, how will you have it after dropping the body, you know? You know, so it's like the person who says, you know, I love children and, you know, I love pregnancy also, but it's the childbirth that I don't want. So I, I'll choose the pregnancy and then after that I'll have the child, you know, I'll, I'll have a child without actually having it, without going through the labor. How is that possible, you know? So therefore, this is, you know, this is not an option. So if you choose Videha Mukti, you know, Vapas Aega, you will come back, many happy returns, blow the candle off the cake, that's the only thing you can do, that's all, you know. So therefore what? Tarhi Janma Api Te Astu Asti Eva, so you will have, you will go for birth definitely. But what is assured for you is that you will have some, because you, you know, did some um, sadhana, sadha, you know, you you did some, what is that called? You did some uh, uh, Vedanta Shravanam, you did some sadhana, sadhana means some spiritual practices you indulged in and therefore what will you have? You will have some Swarga, you can go and have some enjoyment in Swarga, Swarga Matrat, Kriti Bhavan. Bhavan means, you know, oh revered sir. Oh, but why is the teacher addressing the student as revered sir? Out of, uh, you know, this is like a Vyangya, uh, a kind of a sarcasm. Sarcasm, you know, so this is a sarcastic usage of the word Bhavan. Because why are you a revered sir? You are a revered sir because you are talking like Brihaspati without actually being Brihaspati. So, aham kriti, kriti is a word, kritin, kritin means contented, kritakrityaha, so like that. So, kriti, kritin, kriti, when it declines, aham kriti, I am satisfied, I am contented with, you know, videha mukti, so therefore I will not go for jivan mukti. How foolish you are, oh revered sir, there will definitely be rebirth for you because it's one and the same thing and so you better be satisfied with what? A little, you know, airing that you get in Swarga. So Swarga Matrat, Sukhi Bhava, so just be happy with what you have, you know, what you gain as a result of having a little bit of Sadhana Chatushtaya and then what? you know, and having a little bit of, you know, sadha, uh, Vedanta Shravanam, you will get some heaven, have some chai with Indra, and then come back. That's all you can do. 
and you can't even bring the lovely teacup uh, you know uh, what studded with celestial gems because that that also you have to leave behind doesn't matter this is what you can do you just go enjoy an airing in heaven and then what to to that the student replies something you know the student is is still not understanding this sarcasm and you know and is replying something kshayati shaya doshena svargo heyo yada tada kshayati shaya doshena svargo heyo yada tada svayam doshatamatmayam kamadhikkim nahiyate svayam doshatamatmayam the student is 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 you know is still mouthing off not you know not quite with the program here and this sarcasm has gone unheeded ununderstood even and so he says well you know i am a vedantin you think i'll be interested in heaven i'm not interested in heaven in fact the pursuit of heaven heaven has a lot of doshas heaven has is is finite heaven has a lot of doshas fallacies so the pursuit of heaven there are a lot of fallacies and it has the dosha kshaya of kshaya and atishaya atishaya means utkarsha so there is a there is a happiness that comes and floods the mind and then because you know you stand next to indra and take a selfie and so aha ah, ha and then what just as you are about to take a selfie and it's very difficult for indra to say yes indra is known to not be photographed and somehow you managed to convince him you stood next to him and you took a selfie and as you are clicking the button of the heavenly celestial smartphone and what happens somebody comes and photo bombs you know photo bomb photo bomb means suddenly somebody comes in the way you know yeah you know heavenly dog comes in the way <laughs> and jumps you know at you or indra and so neither your face nor indra's face is there only the dog is there yeah you know there is one heavenly dog there is one dog a celestial dog whose name is sarama <laughs> and uh, there is a story you know there is a story in the purana so this uh, janamejaya one one king had a big yagna and then this sarama the heavenly dog had some uh, you know before she went to heaven i think had some puppies she had four or five puppies and uh, she told the puppies i'm going to you know i'm going somewhere she was busy she had some work to do so she was going somewhere the heavenly uh, dog yeah and uh, you know so you can't say uh, you know uh you you don't know what she was going to do but anyway how so then you know the 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 puppies said oh mummy you are going uh what will we do how will we eat what will happen no no now you know there is this big uh, satram satram means one big uh, yagya is there so there'll be lot of food and you know what in the yagya anybody can come anybody can come and then anyone can eat and then you know so you also can go there you'll have lots of food 
and the puppies all were very happy listening to the fact that they were also invited to the yajna <laughs> so they went and sat in the yajna and then as the food was being distributed they jumped and they got the food and then they were sound, they received a nice thrashing because all these animals and all you know uchhishta or this uh, what is that you know they they were eating the food before it was served to the brahmanas and all these things and they uh, you know they spoiled the food by making it uh, you know impure all these things and so they received a sound thrashing uh, by the the workers in the yajna the ones who were distributing the food so they squealed and they went and complained to sarama and then sarama you know caste you know sarama was a very you know she had a lot of shama dama apparently so she was a very pahunch gaya dog and you know very dog with a lot of punya because otherwise how can you go to heaven and then so she cursed these people soundly cursed these people that not to have children because look at how they were treating her own babies and so like this there is a story so then because of this you know sarama and the puppies you know went to heaven like that you know so some story is there so then you are taking selfie with indra and sarama pounces jumps in the air and then there is a <laughs> what is called photo bomb meaning what swarga has kshaya and atishaya dosha atishaya means utkarsha sudden happiness and kshaya means that you know apakarsha that happiness is gone the finitude of swarga or somebody else comes and talks to indra when you are about to go talk to him then you get jealous jealous you know and all these things are there and this is very nicely talked about um, in uh, the ananda mimamsa section of the uh, taitariya upanishad that this ananda this uh, happiness has gradations even if you go to heaven it has gradations there are lots of various devas so this one unit of ideal human happiness you are young you are you have you are well educated you have all, all the earth's resources let us say belong to you alone all these things this is one unit of human happiness and then what then after this one unit of human happiness you know there are you know there are you multiply that by shatam 100 tehe shatagam manushyananda you know so this manushyananda this one unit ideal typical unit of human happiness you multiply by 100 then it is gandharvananda low rang celestials ananda that is one unit of lower rang celestials ananda yaksha kinnara gandharva music musical celestials then you multiply the ananda the joy enjoyed by the musical celestials into 100 then you have you know the lower rang devata ananda karma deva ananda and the karma devas are you, you know those who karma bhihi devan apiyanti who serve the higher devas they are the chai walas <laughs> they bring chai to the higher devas yes and then what happens then you multiply the karma devas ananda by 
then the, then what you enjoy is one unit of pitranam chiraloka loka nam anandaha so then you enjoy the celestial um, world of uh, what is that called ancestral world of manes and ancestors then you multiply the ideal typical you know uh, unit of one unit of the uh, ancestral enjoyment in heaven in one in some ancestral loka then uh, you multiply that by 100 and then you gain some you know some other deva devananda and then the Devananda, you multiply, then you get Brihaspati's Ananda. Then you multiply Brihaspati's Ananda by 100, then you get Prajapati's Ananda. Then you get, multiply Prajapati's Ananda by 100, then you get Indrasya Ananda. Ananda enjoyed by the King of Heaven. Then you multiply uh, Indra's Ananda by 100, then you get Brahmanananda, you know, Brahm, uh, Brahmaji's Ananda the creator of the universe, you know, Ishvara in the form of the creator of the universe. So, Brahmaji, you know, this uh, uh, avatara, you know, how much ananda they enjoy. So, you see that it is all a finite gradation of joy. And then what? But all these gradations of joy are enjoyed by the Jeevan Mukta. Because in the, there is a refrain, Shrotriyasya Chakamahatasya, you know, then Shrotriyasya, the one who has studied. And then what? Akamahatasya. Kamena yaha nahataha. The one who is not hijacked by desire. This is Jeevan Mukta. Yeah, yes, not just Shrotriya. So here, this, in this section, the Shrotriya is being advised that, you know, that this Shrotriya, you know, goes along with Jivan Mukta and then the gap between the Shrotriyatvam and the Jivan Mukti has to be bridged by sticking on to the Manasam Shastriya Dvaitam. So the Shastriya sanctioned, Shastra sanctioned duality of the, you know, of the Shastra, of the Jiva has to be uh, hung on to, has to be assimilated. Uh, then what happens, one is a Jivan Mukta and all these gradations of Ananda and beyond, limitless Ananda is enjoyed by the person because that person wants nothing. So there is one more, the final paradox of Vedanta is to gain everything, you have to train yourself to want nothing and this is you know this has made a segue into the next section here you know which is going to be talking about the akamahataha aspect of this because it's not enough to be a shrotriya it's not enough to have studied properly you have to work on yourself because being a madhyama adhikari meaning nididhyasanam is needed nididhyasanam is needed and this Nididhyasanam is repeatedly contemplating upon the meaning of the scriptures and making it your own. Repeatedly, you know, living that life and getting rid of what is called, what are called Viparita Bhavanaha. So all these Viparita Bhavanas are got rid of. And these Viparita Bhavanas means habitual orientations that are opposite to what is the, you know, uh, description of the self 
gained by the knowledge so or sh shown uh, exhibited in the knowledge so what does the shastra say the jnani is content but i have gyanam and i'm feeling discontent so this is this is what is the gap and so the gap is made up by first repeatedly seeing the meaning of the shastra words as the truth of yourself so this discontentment is just a little bubble like a phena bubble arising on the ocean of the antahkarana so that antahkarana is not me it is just an expression of the body mind sense complex i am shuddham brahma nityam brahma param brahma so this is this is nididhyasana and this has to be repeatedly practiced you know until the 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 until there is no difference between you and the shastra and so that is what is the thing is there and so this verses 54 to uh, 57 58 even yeah so uh, till 59 uh, no actually till 60 we have this section and what is this section the section is a warning given a very plainly put warning uh, and all aspects of this warning given to the student of vedanta the one who is pursuing the knowledge avidly but you know perhaps not having the value for doing this inner work of giving up ashastriya jeeva srishti and so what are the pitfalls on the way and what this what you know the, uh, how this how your life can get spoiled is is going to be talked about starting verse 54 okay so uh, but 53 second line so uh, the first uh, what does the student say kshayatishaye doshena svargaha heyaha yada tada yada tada means whenever the desire for swarga comes this is the student talking the student who says i want videha mukti so that student says because heaven is filled with all kinds of gradations it should be given up by me and the teacher chides the student swayam doshatam atma ayam kamaadi kim nahi yate so you are such a pandit you are such a big pandita <laughs> and uh, and what kind of a pandit you are you are a pseudo pandit a pseudo gyani because you have all the lingo rope snake and pot clay mithya 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 you know <laughs> everything is mithya so therefore i can enjoy everything because it is mithya like this you have the lingo without really understanding it so here you are you know showing you are so clever that you can show the fallacy of swarga tada if you are so clear then why not give up the fallacies of the mind right here and now if you are so clever to see some remote swarga's fallacy so some heaven some which is not even you know which is paroksha which is remote which is not even objectifiable properly which you which you have heard of and uh, you know and this remote heaven you are able to see the dosha there oh there is apakarsha there is utkarsha there is you know alternating cycles of joy and sorrow and therefore you can say i don't want it but what about your own antah 
Karna riddled with doshas right here which you can objectify so easily. Why not work on that my dear fellow? This is what he says. Swayam doshatam atma ayam ayam atma swayam you know kama di kim nahi hate why not why not these you know you, you are able to look point out the defects of heaven without pointing out the defects in yourself oh dear fellow look at what is right here rather than trying to be a you know uh, write a phd thesis about why heaven should not be pursued and so then this caveat continues as i said from verses 54 to 60 let us read tatvam budhvapi kamadin tatvam budhvapi kamadin nishesham najahasi chet nishesham najahasi chet yatheshta charanam tesyat yatheshta charanam tesyat karma shastrati langhinaha karma shastrati langhinaha so tatvam buddha api even after attaining the knowledge you know kama adin you know kama krodha etc if you don't give up the hold of these binding desires and the hold of these binding emotions these finite emotions hold means identifying with them if you don't stop identifying with them if you are not vigilant na jahasi if you don't give these up chet if yatheshta charanam tesyat then what happens and then you start uh, leading your life exactly how you want becoming complacent that the knowledge that you have gained is enough for jeevan mukti then what then karma shastra tilanghinaha you know meaning there is a there is, there is a danger of atilanghanam transgression disregarding what you know karma shastra karma and shastra so if you give up the shastra to if you give up shastriya dvaita the the dvaita of sadhana and shravanam nididhyasanam etc if you give up the shastriya variety of dvaita too quickly what will happen you know you will you will transgress the shastra in other words if you do if you you know are not vigilant about doing what should be done what will you do you will end up doing what should not be done ah so stay within the rubric of the six you know shama dama uparati etc you know mumukshutvam viveka vairagya that need not be given up right away so tatva bodhat urdhvam so even after gaining this sacred knowledge if you continue to see the world as something to be milked for your own you know benefit and you don't give up the hold of the anger and the desire etc the results will be disastrous not only will you not gain jeevan mukti he says you know you will be a laughing stock of the whole world <laughs> because the you know you will be acting in ways that people don't expect people don't expect a student of vedanta to act in certain ways and so you will be doing that you will be disturbing the whole world because they have some faith in vedanta finally 
and they are not able to pursue it so they are respecting you for pursuing this knowledge and if you you know take down their respect if you jeopardize their respect this is again a papa karma you will be you know you will have to you know you know they will spit at you and this is what you know this is what arjuna is also told in chapter 2 that if you don't follow karma yoga and if you do if you just give up this battle because you feel like you want to become a sanyasi too soon when you are not ready because sanyasa comes sanyasa here means you know the the life of uh, no rules ko vidhi ko nishedha vidhi means what is the rule what is the injunction nishedha means what is the prohibition for the person of knowledge if that's what you take into account too quickly without really preparing for this life without really uh, you know having karma yoga under your belt karma yoga includes shama dama you know uh, commitment to self growth ishvara arpana buddhi you know giving everything to ishvara prasada buddhi receiving that comes with a you know glad acceptance so then without that if you are already seeing yourself in orange and wanting to give up what needs to be done what will happen you know you will do what is not to be done bhagwan krishna says in the fifth chapter he says sanyasastu mahabaho dukham aptum ayogatah for the one not equipped with not endowed with karma yoga sanyasa is extremely painful difficult to attain sanyasa here means this you know this ability to just live this life of moksha very difficult to have moksha you know without preparation for that and that preparation is either done you know before the gain of the knowledge or as the knowledge is being gained or even continued to be done after the gain of the knowledge so that the knowledge sinks in and in chapter 2 bhagavan krishna tells arjuna you know and nindantah तव सामर्थ्यम निंदंती यू नो निंदंता दे आर ऑल गोइंग टू यू नो एवरीबॉडी इज गोइंग टू बी डिसअपॉइंटेड इन यू बिकॉज़ यू हैव यू आर नॉट डूइंग व्हाट्स सपोज्ड टू बी यू आर सपोज्ड टू बी अ वॉरियर यू आर द कमांडर इन चीफ ऑफ द आर्मी एंड यू आर रनिंग अवे फ्रॉम यू आर प्रपोजिंग टू रन अवे फ्रॉम द बैटल एंड देन प्रिटेंड टू बी अ सन्यासी सिटिंग अंडर द ट्री abhaj vadamsh bahun you know and then uh, you know they they will say all kinds of uh, you know they will shower you with curses that do not belong in my mouth says lord krishna i am not able to repeat them unrepeatable curses they will shower you with and they will critique you because you know they have lost faith in 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 what you have stood for and so here this is what exactly you know so therefore don't do that you know you need to fight right now because that is what is needed you know the knowledge will come but you you keep doing what you are supposed to do and in a similar vein you know this uh, swami vidyaranya is chiding the student karma shastra atilanghin you will become atilanghin means the one who says the you know shastra is too good for me karma 
the do's and don'ts are too good for me. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. Ko vidhihi, ko nishedha. What, what is there to do? What is there not to do? I don't have to do anything. And so therefore what, you know, I don't have to do anything means, you know, I am above and beyond the Shastra. No, no, no. You are merely transgressing the Shastra. In fact, you are cutting the limb that you are sitting on. It's an act of self-sabotage to pretend that you don't need Shamadama, etc. Because this kind of a pretense, this posturing, this masquerade of being a Jnani, when you are still a Jnani on the way, Jnani in progress, you know. So, when, when you do that, then, you know, the, the pitfalls are too many. And then he says, that you know this yatheshta charanam, yatheshta charanam means this willful life given to all kind of licentious pursuits, no rules you know and sometimes unfortunately you know one when one becomes a religious leader this happens even with swamis, this happens a lot they start thinking that they are above and beyond everybody and you know they can do whatever they want and that's why some of them are behind the bars because, you know, they have uh, abused their power, they have uh, taken advantage of uh, young girls and, uh, you know, sometimes minors and then they have done all kinds of unspeakable things and so therefore, you know, this vigilance for a student of Vedanta, even after gaining the knowledge, must be there. And then he says one more thing. So it is, it's not Buddha, uh, uh, it is uh, it is not Badhva, there is a mistake here in 55, it should be Buddhadvaitasva Tattvasya, not Buddhadvaitasva, Buddha, that U is misplaced, it's a typo, okay, yeah, so just read the translation, you know, Buddhadvaitasva Tattvasya Yatheshta Charanam Yadi Buddhadvaitasya Tattvasya Yatheshta charanam yadi shunam tatvadrisham jaiva kobed kobedo shuchi bhakshane shunam tatvadrisham jaiva kobedo shuchi bhakshane He's just warming up, you know, in the in uh, 54 because 55 <laughs> he he is going to unleash what he really thinks of these Mithyacharis by comparing them to pigs and dogs etc. We will see that in the, you know, in the morning class. Om Purnamadav Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaga Purnamivavashishyate Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Hari hi o